Hello, everyone. This is the Initiative Project Podcast, and we actually have a special guest today. Uh, she's been one of my longtime friends, and the evolution she's taken in the past few years, I would say, has been extreme and has some awesome results um, health-wise. Uh, she's taken on a new ventures in her overall lifestyle in regard to health, as well as a new business adventure. So we welcome Emily Deck with Pinch Me Pretty, which is a skincare service in Medina area. So hello, Emily. Hi, guys. Hello. I'm so excited to have you. I'm excited and nervous to be here. Yeah, we're, we're all nervous. <laughs> Our first one was the oh worst. Oh, my gosh. So. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. So I probably pronounced that wrong, Pinch Me Pretty. No, it is Pinch Me Pretty. Um, so I have Dobermans. They're Doberman Pinchers, and I was trying to think of something unique because I didn't want to be copyrighted. So it's pinch, spelt like a Doberman pincher. Oh. So it's pinch me pretty. Perfect. That's awesome. It's Thanks. definitely it's definitely original. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Especially when we go into the skincare stuff. Yeah, it'll be, it kind of fits. I thought it kind of flowed. It yeah, worked. worked really well. So usually we start off with like, hey, how's your week going? But today, since we have a guest today, we're going to do an icebreaker question. Oh, boy. Um, I, st- I did the penguin for her, so we'll do some different. His icebreaker questions are awesome, but I gave it to her in advance. So oh, you did? Oh, I did. jerk! I did. I did. So you're a new addition to the cram box. What color would you be, and why? So this is really unfortunate. I would love to tell you that I would be like a pastel color or a mil- like a millennial pink, kind of subtle but still pretty, um, but understated. That's probably not. I would probably be something like a hot pink because I just tend to be a little extra. A little extra. A little. <laughs> a little extra. Okay. <laughs> yeah, subtle. So. That's accurate, I think. Okay, so that's pretty good. Pretty accurate. Oh, yeah. Statement. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, because I'm in like bummy clothes and you're all dressed up with makeup. I so. know. You said come casual and I, I don't. This is my casual. That's casual. Yeah, there you go. So, Emily, let's kind of get um, some people some background, how we met, you know, what we kind of started with, because obviously we've known each other for what? I think it's been five or six years, it's maybe. It's been quite a while. Yeah, I would yeah. say so. Yeah, it's been since me and uh, Johanna got before, together. Before, yeah. Before that. So, so how we meet, how that all start off, and uh, we'll kind of go into that. Uh, so, we were in the apprenticeship at church that's what it's called internship apprenticeship slave labor that's what it is well (laughs) we had some good times but there (laughs) were definitely some downsides Um, i think we were the last ones there i think we were yeah we were actually i don't want to say we were an experiment but we were the first ones that they decided to bring on that had full-time jobs and did evening classes other they were internships at the time they all did during the day and they just would do whatever was needed around the church, and they did a lot of volunteer work. So they wanted to try something for people who had jobs, and I think we did it, but it proved to be difficult because you had to get so many volunteer hours in and work your full-time job, and you had... How many hours did we have to do just at the church? That I don't even remember. All volunteer. I remember is, you know, that stuff you have to put down... Um, before you like mulch to make sure the weeds don't go. Oh, I had to do that. <laughs> like that was, the black cloth. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> Took forever. Landscape fabric. Yeah, I wasn't I there for that. Yeah, lucky you. You had to like crawl underneath bushes and then like put them down, and then you had to put like rocks on them. It's good exercise. I was teaching. thinking, yes. That was not whatever. That's not fun. <laughs> I don't like that kind of work. Yeah, but I think it was like. I want to say like 15, maybe 20 hours a week. It maybe. was something like I can't that, remember. yeah. So we All were I remember spending was, a lot of time together. Oh, yeah. All I remembered was we had a morning prayer session every morning and I was late because I was like, <laughs> I had to get up at like 6. I'm like, I ain't going there at 6 o'clock. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's right. We had to be there. I think it was actually 7.30 we had to be at church because church started at 9. So we had to be there for morning prayer and we were supposed to be at whatever our posts were. Because we had jobs, like you either did volunteer center, um, the reading center, camera. I fell asleep yeah. a couple times yes. doing that. <laughs> you could see the camera bobbing when he was supposed to be falling. Or, yeah, I was gone. It's like, where's the... Oh, he's over there. Got him. We're good. And that was good times. Yeah, it was Sounds it was like fun. character building things. Uh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was uh, get more sleep, I guess. I don't know. Right. Or but just... it wasn't all bad. No, it was great. I mean, I think... Yeah. 
it really kind of built our integrity and our character. Yeah. Um, and you met Joe that way. Yeah, I did. Met her through the church, so that was always always yeah. fun. So perks. Perks. So yeah, perks. There you go. <laughs> That's what we'll call them, perks. All right. So as you know, this is a health, fitness, motivational channel we kind of made. Um, the last time we met, you looked a lot different than you do now. I think when we went out to sushi, I was shocked because I was like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> is that Emily? Okay, that is Emily. Why is half of her missing? You looked like one eyebrow was arched and you just kind of looked like... Who was coming to my yeah, table? Yeah, it was weird. Had you guys not seen each other for a long time? I don't even remember the last time. Um, I, saw I think you. I saw you at church the one time I came to visit, but you're just the same. So, or when you were last time, but this was the first time I saw her, actually like different. So right. I was just like, "Who are you? And what have you done with Emily?" <laughs> <laughs> so. As we want, all we want to know, we talk about, you know, how we, how we get to that point, the struggles along the way, and we'll kind of go into that. So, um, all I want to know right off the bat is what got you to that point to being wanting to go that route and how much weight, if you don't mind me asking, and you have to use the example <laughs> that we talked about prior oh, yes. to this, um, you, you lost, you know, from beginning to end. Uh, so there were a few reasons for why I decided to lose weight. There was, of course, the health aspect. I remember just sitting at work, not doing anything. It was computer work. So it's not like it was strenuous on my body. And I could notice my arm would start to tingle or go numb. And that would happen a lot. So hmm. um, it while worried you're working? me. Just for no reason at oh. all. And it wasn't just while I was working. That's just when I remember that I first noticed okay. it. It would happen a lot. And it started to worry me because I was so rounded that maybe it was um, possible that I was becoming diabetic and I just, I was becoming more aware of the effects that you could have and um, being in a doctor's office, it was OBGYN, but you know, we had a lot of people who were diabetic who would come in and you would hear things and I would think, oh, I don't, I don't want that. If there's something I can do to prevent it, I should try and figure out what that is. The other thing, and this is just for me, nobody made me feel this way. This was just in my head. I've always been very introverted and laid back, and you've even talked to me about kind of getting myself out there. She doesn't go anywhere. I do. I do now. She's like a turtle. I you am like a turtle. stay in her shell. <laughs> I like being comfortable, and I've really worked on kind of getting myself out there. Were you uncomfortable as a result of your weight or was it just your personality that that's, you were? Well, that's always kind of been my personality in general. I'm still okay. very introverted. I still need a lot of alone time to recharge. Right. But I did notice that when I wasn't in the internship, I wasn't in public a lot. And so it wasn't something I didn't really think about my weight. Okay. When we started the apprenticeship, we were everywhere. I remember there were times like PZ would call us on stage for something or... Samantha, God bless her, she was a photographer, a friend of ours, and she would go to events and she always wanted to take photos. And the more I was in the public eye and meeting people, you'd go to funerals and have to like serve people. Right. Um, the more she wanted to take photos, the more I just became, I hate to say this, but I was embarrassed. I didn't like being seen. I didn't like, I just wanted to kind of blend in and I did not want to have anybody notice me and it was hard too because we had to volunteer for the youth so you have the age group i think was what 12 to 18 yeah, there was like there's like 60 70 right. kids there yeah i think your story probably would resonate though with like a lot of the women that i work with mm-hmm. that's what i hear over and over again is that they are like and the women that i work with are probably older than you you know they have kids um, and I hear things like, you know, I don't want to go to my kid's school function because I feel embarrassed or I don't want people yeah. to see me or notice me. And so, yeah, I think, you know, your story probably would resonate with a lot of women. And it's hard to explain because there's no reason for it. Like I would tell my friends, that's my friend, Samantha, the photographer, and she's like, you're beautiful. She wanted me for her portfolio a few times. And I was like, no, don't want to do it. She didn't see what I saw. And that's something that I do think people need to realize the big battle is in your head. People are not looking Absolutely. at you and thinking that, but you become a victim to yourself and that's all you can see. I do tend to be a depressive personality anyways. Mm-hmm. So I would really get into really funky head spaces and I got to a point where 
I didn't like being unhealthy. I didn't like the numbness in my arm. I didn't like being ashamed to be seen. Who wants to be embarrassed to be seen? Right. Right. That's just uncomfortable. So I started doing just little small things and, um, I started out by the end of the internship because I gained weight during that process. I think I was a total of 188 and I've now lost 62 pounds. What I was telling you was we have an 11 month old Doberman female. So she's petite. She recently went to the vet and she weighed in at 65 pounds. So to put it in perspective, I basically lost the equivalent of my dog and bat. And that's yeah. not a small dog. No, no, they're pretty. They're pretty big. Yes, Where, they so, are. I don't know. Where, where does the head come up? Like past her waist. So she's petite. So she's not as high. But if she jumps up on me, those are close. If she jumps up on me, mm-hmm. probably about I don't know, maybe my collarbone. Okay. My dog is a lot taller, so I'm I'm thinking that Belle is probably at my collarbone. That's pretty tall. She's a, I mean, she's a big girl. Even being yeah. petite, a petite Doberman is still a big Doberman. Well, yeah, and at any time, you know, if you just decide to go pick up 65 pounds and carry it around, I mean, oh, you yeah. realize really quickly how much of a toll that would take on your body. I actually tried to pick her up a week ago just to see if I could, and I could, and I was proud of myself, but it was not like just an easy task because <laughs> she's 65 pounds of muscle. Right. <laughs> So yeah, 65 pounds, imagine lugging that around every day. Right. That's something. Right. Okay. That's great. <laughs> Big well, dogs. Yeah, con- well, right. Well, congratulations. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Just thinking about just the, the process of just getting to that point. So we all know like working out is a struggle. Like I had to get up and run this morning and I've talked. I, I just posted something to Instagram, by the way. You're not going to like it. About running? My my Sunday morning workout trumped yours. That's fine. <laughs> I work out six days a week, twice a day. I am, I am I will concede one day. I am perfectly fine with that. Once in a while. Once in a while, exactly. So did you start out with, like, when you started having this, like, epiphany that you wanted to maybe change um, some of your health habits, did you start with exercise or diet or both? So I was actually really ignorant to the whole thing. Um, I was homeschooled growing up, so we didn't have PE. I did go in public school for four years. PE was required for two years in middle school. So as soon as I was done with PE, I just didn't do it. (laughs) And then in ninth grade, you had to do something, and I chose dance. So exercise was never really a part of my diet. And again, very introverted. So what I'm going to do is if I have a choice, I'm going to stay in my room and I'm going to read a book. I'm Same going here. to just kind of absorb and I like words. It's, yep. there's just something cathartic about it. Um, my mom always said if she wanted to punish me, what she needed to do was tell me to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> but it's awesome. the truth. <laughs> I um, just was very ignorant to everything and how to get started. So where it started was my sister was into CrossFit and I'm like, I'm not doing CrossFit. Sorry, not my jam, not doing it. But I'll do Zumba with you. So we would go to Zumba classes twice a week, and I had tried things here and there before and never found anything that worked, never lost any substantial weight. So I just thought, oh, I just can't do it. And I think a lot of people think that. I've tried, I just can't do it. Right. So when I started Zumba, I started noticing, I think on Zumba alone, I lost like 15 or 20 pounds, and that's just twice a week because it's intense cardio. Yeah, right? and if you don't know what Zumba is, basically a dance class. Yeah, that's- right. Pretty high intensity. Yeah, it's very yeah. high intensity most of the time. Yeah. And the instructor that we had, she tends to be very, very bustly. Right. So when she gets going, that's it. Like you're not stopping. So um, she was great. Love her a lot. And um, I think the next step was they started doing paleo meals at my sister's gym, the CrossFit gym. And you could order what you wanted. And then the next week, they would deliver your food for the week, whatever you'd ordered. Oh, wow. Okay. So started doing that and then started noticing more results because I just didn't realize diet played such a huge part. I didn't realize how bad my diet was. You know, you grow up eating what your mom gives you and you think it's healthy. And my mom says the same thing. This is how I grew up eating. So this is what I thought you eat and what's healthy. It's not. But you're not always aware of that if you're not taught that. Right. Right. My mom had no idea until I started getting into fitness that our diets were bad. So we started doing paleo. We all lost weight. And I thought there's something to this. 
And then my dad was doing P90X in the basement. And um, I just thought I was too embarrassed to try doing anything in the gym, like lifting weights and people watching me. But he'd had big, big, big results doing that. So I wanted to give it a try. So that was my next step. And literally from that point, it's just been kind of trial and error figuring things out. But I found what works best for me is weightlifting cardio a couple times a week I'm like majority of people and hate cardio but mm-hmm. if I can get like a hit program right that helps a lot and um, I just figuring out diet and diet's taken me a long time because I started with no knowledge at all and then just kind of figuring out what doesn't doesn't work for me and we have a lot of food allergies in my house too so okay. that makes it kind of hard figuring out everybody's on the coconut kick coconut flour coconut oil I can't do coconut, so what can I do instead? So a lot of trial and error, but it's been kind of everything over time and figuring out what works and what doesn't. How long did it take you from the time you sort of started making these changes to lose the 62 or the 65 pounds or whatever it was you lost? Um, I, Everything total probably, when did I start working out? I think four years ago is when I started working out. Does that sound right to you? You would know better than I would. It was after the internship, so, so I'm thinking four. Probably about four years, yeah. So that's when I started. And because it was piecing things together, I think it's taken me about four years. If I'd had a little more help along the way, I'm sure I could have done it but a that's, lot faster. That's good. I actually think, like, I, I wanted to ask the question because I think it's important for people. There are so many people out there who want to lose weight and there's all these programs right now that are promise making promises of oh you know you can lose 30 pounds in like yeah. a couple months and yeah. people don't realize that you know making those types of drastic changes are often not sustainable because you're mm-hmm. going from like you know what you think might be healthy mm-hmm. to this totally different style of living and it's just too much oh yeah and sometimes i think that if people realized how long it can actually take to make those habit changes Mm -hmm. that they would be more sustainable long-term because what I see is most with most people is that they, they lose the weight really fast on some, like, you know, on a diet or something, but then within a year they've gained it back. Mm -hmm. And here you are, you know, you've maintained your losses for four, you know, and, and of course it's happened over four years, but you've maintained those losses Mm you know, doing it slower and a little bit just more progressed and you're learning along the way and you're not like beating yourself up when you, you know, like have a little slip or something like that. Right. So. And I know that, um, just given on timelines, you talk about smart, smart goals and stuff like that. Right. People think they're going to lose it. You know, Hey, by the end of the year, I plan to say be 200 pounds, but that it might take two years just to get to that point. Mm. Right. And I think if you, like you said, if you lose it slower, you're going to maintain that. And if you lose it too fast, it actually could probably set you back more than set you forward. There's some science that shows that when you lose weight really fast, it affects your metabolism. And, um, you know, it's it can send your body into what they call that starvation mode. Oh, right? yeah. Um, and that the effects from that can be long lasting. Whereas if you lose the weight slower, um, your body never gets into that. Like, oh my gosh, we're starving, oh, yeah. you know, and, and it doesn't reduce your metabolism. So again, you're able to maintain that, that weight loss long term. So that's why I wanted to ask you the question, because like I said, I think we're right now, the diet culture is like, let's lose it all and lose it all by tomorrow. You know, well, I kind of feel like that's our society in general, not to get deep, but everything is instant gratification. And if you don't get it instantly, it's not worth having. And that's not true. Sometimes you have to work for stuff and it does. It stinks. I'm now 31 years old. So I started this in my late twenties. It would have been nice to have been thinner and more fit when I was a teenager or early twenties, but I'm appreciating it more now because the older I get, things in your body change metabolism slows down hormones start changing so for me this feels like such a big accomplishment and I'm glad that it's not an instant gratification because I feel like I've earned this and there's something satisfying about knowing that you are capable of it that your body is capable of doing something like this right right is your body capable of doing a push-up 
so here's the thing actually I think they I think they look really ugly but because I never was in PE um, I was the kid if we were in the back row of PE class I would try and just kind of bob my head up and down so they oh, could yeah. because I, I had, was that kid too I had no upper body strength at all so when we started doing this my dad was on me you have to do a push-up I can't do a push-up so I would lay on the floor on my back <laughs> and I would get weights and this is not the same it doesn't really work the same muscles but I had no upper body strength to speak of so I'd lay on my back with dumbbells and just do press-ups um just trying to get those muscles toned so every little bit I would up the weights and then I would try and do a push-up okay I'm gonna do two push-ups I've never been able to do girl push-ups I know everybody says do girl push-ups can't do them now I'm at the point I can actually do a push-up they're not pretty I've seen some people that do beautiful push-ups I can't do pretty ones, but I can do them. That's all that matters. Right. I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think You've that's... You've progressed from not being able to do them <laughs> to being... Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a feat in itself, just right. being able to do one, let right. alone... Yeah. Menus, so. I can get like 15. I hate doing 15 because I've got something wrong with my shoulder, but I can do 15. So going from none to 15, yeah, I'm happy. I'm fine. Okay. Absolutely. So like... Uh, <laughs> So that's a struggle, right? Going from zero to 15 to get to that point. So oh, yeah. what are the things that you kind of struggled with, either whether it's food, it's, you know, exercise wise? Yeah. Like what was your biggest struggle? Yeah. So initially I think it was being ignorant to like healthy dieting, um, just what food is good and what's not. We would eat bread all the time. Didn't realize it was bad. We eat peanut butter and jelly, and it's got a lot of sugar. Well, the the U.S. government told us that bread was good for us for many well, years. Well, now, so. yeah. now it's all screwed up. Yeah, right, yeah. right. I don't think that they're. I don't they don't know what they're clue, doing. Basically. They don't know what they're doing. Um, so I think that that was the hardest part, and then um, I don't know. I do find that it helps with my depression, so it's something that I just push on through. It helps me kind of get in a better headspace than I've been. But those are things that, again, I didn't know that getting involved that it was going to help with my depression. So there would be days where I would be ridiculously just, I don't know, just out of it. Don't want to face the world. And I wouldn't want to go to the basement or go to Zumba or do anything because I just wanted to hide out in my bed. So there were hurdles to overcome because I didn't know that's going to help me. That's going to make me feel better. How did you, how did you like, was it just forcing yourself to go? Because I run into this a lot with clients who are struggling with depression mm -hmm. and when they're depressed, it is so hard to make yourself get out of the bed and do it. Like, how did you like make your, did you just like make yourself do it? I just decided because I was so determined to lose weight and I was so determined to get to the point where I was not embarrassed to basically exist that kind of trumped everything so even if I was having a bad day that's the thing to remember is those are bad days I know depression kind of exists with you all the time but a bad day is a bad day a bad food day is a bad food day that is not going to define your outcome tomorrow that doesn't define your existence it's just in that moment in that day so when I would have a bad day, that's what I would tell myself and say, you've worked so hard to come to this point. You can't stop now. If you stop now, you might not do it tomorrow. Right. So I would go to the basement and just do it. And it was the more that I would make myself do something, the more I would push myself beyond my limits that I realized I feel a lot better, not just physically, but mentally, my headspace, emotionally. And it really was just kind of, I guess, overcoming my own demons. Right. Sure. Yeah. And I know that um, they say that even if it's like a bad day, a food day, exercise day, just even just going through the motions mm -hmm. is going to be better than just like sitting on your couch. Oh, it absolutely is. I think it's a great mindset to be in because I think mindset is everything when it comes to uh, achieving like something that is is awesome is what you've achieved it, because a, a lot of people get stuck when they have like a bad food day or they have a day where they skipped their workout mm -hmm. and they allow that to they allow that that poor mindset that they have on that day to start to go into like the next day and the day after that if you can just say to yourself something like you know what today was just a bad day mm -hmm. and I can get back on it in the next minute in the next hour, tomorrow, you know, I can make this better. So I oh, think yeah. that's great. 
That's awesome. All right. So you're in much better shape now. Obviously you lost like 65 pounds. You know, what's one thing that you enjoy more now than you did prior? So the fact that I was embarrassed to be seen or go anywhere, it's literally the fact that I can just kind of enjoy life. Yeah. Um, that was something I, I really couldn't do before. My nephews and my niece are older now, but when they were little, it was hard. I didn't want to go to places. My sister would invite me to like baseball games and I'm like, eh, no. didn't want to go uh, football games. I'm still not like a sports person, so I'm not necessarily going to go and sit in the bleachers for hours, but I can live life. Like I took my niece to the park the other day and we just got on the swings forever. That's something that four years ago I wouldn't have done. Right. I went on a walk with my sister the other day. Like we did a hike trail with her puppy. Those are things that I wouldn't have done. Not because I didn't want to be active and not because I was trying to be lazy. Although sometimes I think, you know, that's just part of human nature. That's probably a part of it too. I just didn't want to be seen. So the fact that I can enjoy life and I'm not worrying about that now, that's something that I think is huge. I love shopping now. Wait, you didn't like shopping before? Not when I was overweight. Yeah, well, women wait, don't tend to love shopping when they're overweight. Well, was it Was Amazon around then? I don't think it was yeah, what it is so now, but it's not even going out. It's yeah. the clothes you order. You don't like the way anything fits. Right. You don't like the way anything looks. And it may look good on this person over here. On the mannequin, yeah. But then when you put it on, it doesn't fit your body the way it fits their body. Even yeah. if they're curvy, it's been edited and modified to look good on her. Yeah, I can't relate. So <laughs> It's funny because like when, you, when you're when you a weight or when your body is a size that you're comfortable with, mm-hmm. you enjoy going shopping and, and you enjoy trying so on clothes. <laughs> it's Right. And it, it can be almost like a, you know, it's, it's something like a guilty pleasure that you can give yourself, you know, like sometimes when I, I have days where I'm on and off, you know, like mm-hmm. on a day where I feel good about myself, I can go and just try on clothes. And that's like something like I just do for me. Yes. You know, but for a lot of women going to try on clothes, even if they order them online, I mean, it's something that they just hate doing. Yeah, I think online ordering is very deceiving. Too, it like is. You said. Yeah. Well, yeah, it always looks great on the, you know, the stick. Model. Well, yeah. The stick models. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're kind of their shop. own thing. <laughs> I think that shopping can be very empowering, but if you're in the wrong headspace yes. or a different headspace, I should say, it's also very belittling. Yes. Um, the other thing that I find that I enjoy is I went to Disney last month, two months ago. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And uh, they don't have any healthy food there. Like if you're on a food plan, they don't have healthy food. They don't have right? salads? Not good salad. <laughs> like it's like, lettuce, it's like it's like Doritos and that ranch. Lettuce is right. questionable at best. Oh, that's I great. did find a salad that was okay, and I would eat it. But um, I try to eat salads without dressing, and they just they didn't have the stuff that you could yeah, put like, on it to yeah, make like it taste cheese good. or something. Yeah. Right. So um, I found that initially my thought was, oh my gosh, I'm gonna gain like 40 pounds just from this week at Disney. And then I was like, you know what? Like, that's ridiculous. It's no big deal. It's a vacation. It's a week. Live your life. So. But I'm assuming that you kind of withheld some things. Like, you're not going to go out and eat, like, a whole cake. Some. Right. But again, they didn't have any healthy, like, they had no healthy food. So you did. They had, (laughs) you got two free meals a day and you got two desserts a day and if you didn't get a dessert, you could have a beverage. Well, I don't drink pop. I don't drink tea. I drink water. Or I'll, I will drink a Starbucks, but like right. no sugar or a pump, but like that's it. So I was like, I'm not wasting money. We spent like almost $1,500 on this trip. Right. I'm getting free food. I'm getting my free food. <laughs> so I was the one. My sister literally was calling me the human disposal because every time we had a chance to eat, I was getting food. And it was not always like food. There were times that it was. It was a cupcake or it was a Mickey Mouse waffle or I had no shame. And then it was fine. I came back and I'm like, I actually lost not a lot of weight, but I actually lost a little bit. And I think, oh, it, really? was, I think it was more because my body was like not used to it. And I was walking everywhere. Oh yeah. You probably shocked your body and like, holy yes. crap. Yeah. What's actually, that happens awesome to a lot of people. Yeah. Yes. It happens to a lot of people. And sometimes I think like the, the vacation de-stresses you enough that yeah. it changes the hormones a little bit. That's so I need to go vacation. on vacation. I need to go on vacation. What you're saying? Uh, yes. Yes. You right. need to, maybe that's what you need to bump you off your plateau. You I need know. a vacation. I'm going to tell you. pissing me off. I'm still 
out with the same stinking number. I know men don't typically like Disney, but I've heard when, when they I go, they fall go. in love. You need to, for real. I told Johanna, I'm like, I want to go to Disney. She's like, that's dumb. It's like a kid's no. thing. Like, I'm going to have so much fun. You can sit in the car. <laughs> I'll ride all the rides with Levi. But it's not. It's not a kid's thing. And there's Epcot. So if she's like totally, it's a kid's thing. Yeah. Take her to Epcot. Okay. Yeah. Epcot, Epcot also MGM has a lot of food. Really cool. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. MGM is pretty cool. Oh, and they just built Universal. that Star Wars yeah. too. Yeah. 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 All right. So, like, talking about motivation, you know, you went on your vacation, nothing happened, you lost weight. That's great. You know, if I can eat cupcakes all day and lose weight, that'd be great. Even for a week, you know. Um, so, like, what motivates you now, you know, like, kind of, you know, you don't want to go off the deep end with, you know, diet and exercise and just not do it anymore. Um, so do you, I know there's a, that MyFitnessPal is out there. Yeah. There's a bunch of different apps. So is there anything that like motivates you or kind of like keeps you on track even now? Well, I mean, are you still trying to lose weight currently? Are you happy with where you're at or? No. So that's, that's difficult for me to answer. I would like to tell you that I'm happy with my weight, but I don't think any woman really is. Well, yeah, I think I we all kind that. of have a distorted Always view. 10 pounds. Always. Right. My goal is I would like to weigh 120 and then just tap out there. Um, I fluctuate a lot. My grandma died last year and I got to a point where I was like, eh, forget this. And I would still work out and I would still watch my diet, but I wasn't as passionate or as motivated. Um, so I feel like my physique changed a little and it's not bad. Like my clothes still fit. Yeah, yeah. But I can feel a difference. Um, my dad said to me the other day, you don't think you need to lose weight? And he wasn't meaning that to be, like, mean. My dad is also very into working out and health. and But, like, that put me in a weird headspace because I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, have I gained that much weight? I, I don't think that I've gained right. that much weight. I'm still wearing the same clothes. Um, so it's hard for me because... Yeah, when someone says something like that, even if they don't mean it in a harsh way, my head, because I'm so used to what I was, right? it is so quick and so easy for me to just be like, oh my gosh, I, I need to, whatever I need to do, I need to lose more weight. When I actually like sit down and focus, I don't think I need to lose per se. Um, I have more goals in mind uh, as far as like where I would like to build muscle. Core has always been really weak for me and because I was so overweight for so long, my stomach is just, it's hard to really get that toned. Sure. And when I was little, everybody was all about those Britney Spears abs. Everybody wanted those. That was the thing. Kelly, do you know who Britney Spears is? I do. Okay. Jerk. That was so <laughs> rude. Well, she's like looking at you like she doesn't even know who that is. I'm like, of course you? I know who okay. that is. I'm not sure that I remember like her abs, but <gasps> oh, we'll find a picture. She had some good abs. <laughs> She just, it was, and it was the thing. And I have a friend, she thinks the same thing. As soon as I mentioned, she's like, I had a poster on my wall. And I was like, okay, good. It's not just me. I got it in my head. Like I wanted those abs and that is still my goal. And I don't care if I'm 60, I'm going to get those abs. And so I'm still kind of reprogramming things, trying to figure new things out in my diet and my exercise because I want those abs. I am finding the more... I guess I progress in my workouts. I'm realizing I can feel certain areas when I work out and I wasn't aware of them before. Like I would have friends that would say, okay, well you're pulling with your biceps when you're supposed to be pulling with your back. Well, how do you tell? Well, you feel it. How do you feel it? <laughs> I didn't understand that. That was like Greek to me. Right. But now that I'm building more muscle and I'm becoming more aware, I'm like, oh, I can feel that. People would say, you always need to engage your core during this workout and that workout. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm getting it now because when I'm doing things, I can feel my core moving and tightening. And I'm like, oh, that's what they're talking about. That's what they mean. So I think I always have goals. I always have new things that I want to obtain in my everyday life, but especially with my workouts and weight loss. Um, I don't know that I necessarily want to keep losing weight, but it would be nice maybe to get to a point where I don't feel so threatened when someone makes a comment. Right. right. So it might not be a number. It might just be how you look. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. That makes, that makes right. a little sense. Right. So, uh, so we're talking about goals. So besides the Britney Spears abs, goal, <laughs> what's like one goal that like, if you were to picture like, so run a marathon or something, I'm not, that's not my goal. So, Oh, ever. 
I thought you were going to ask like about another physical goal. Nope, I didn't realize. Nope. I don't know. I don't think I really thought about. I would not do a marathon. Um, I'm not a runner. I don't have a very good build for that. And I don't mean like my physique. I mean like well, I have short. a wonky. Well, that too. Yeah. I have a wonky ankle. So when I get too tired or it, it turns out and I can twist it. So running is not something for me. You'd mentioned, what did you tell me you wanted me to do? I don't. Oh yeah, I wanted you to do. I wanted her to do a bodybuilding show. Yeah, like a physique show. I told him nah, and he's like, yeah, do it, do it. That would be a really intense learning experience as yeah. far as like the diet and the the getting oh. cut and you would you know the abs and all that stuff. So you'd I mean, have you Britney Spears be... abs. <laughs> right. You might even have Brad Pitt abs by that time. Oh, right. No. Right. <laughs> That's pretty extreme, but like, you know, that's, I think, it, that's, I think it's just like if with it's her body goal. goals, I mean, that could be something that would, you know, be something interesting for you, but you know, definitely don't do anything that you don't really, you know, if it doesn't like speak to you now, if it's one of those things, like I've always been told that if somebody tells you to do something and it like kind of frightens you, but it also excites you at the same time, that maybe that's what you should you know be trying to do. So you never know. And we're not talking oh. about like the bodybuilding muscle. It's like figure. Yes. Bikini, yes. Yeah. Right. So it's not like as extreme. Right. Cause some of those women are like freaky, gross. Looking. Well, I think I shouldn't say this, but I think, you know, the ones that are like really bodybuilding, they're taking drugs. Yeah. Just like all yeah, the guys. Yeah, yeah. So, so, but yeah, that sounds right. So yeah, there you go. That's your goal. I said it. That's her goal. <laughs> he said this last year, so I did. maybe someday. Maybe someday. Maybe I want to learn a little bit more about. So, like, clearly, you know, you you have turned some of this motivation from you know, like doing what you're doing with your health and your body, and you you said you started a business, right? Yeah. So I really want to learn more about what your business is and like when it started. Yeah. And, Oh man, so I wanted to go into cosmetology when I was a teenager and it didn't happen. I ended up getting like a really great job at a doctor's office, really good money, great life, loved it. I could buy whatever I wanted. Um, I was living at home because I was helping with grandparents that were old and sick and so I was able to save up money and it was a good time, like loved it, had insurance, it was great. Uh, I got to a point, we were bought out, and I won't say who, but we were bought out by a much bigger healthcare company, and things changed, and I started to realize I was really unhappy, very unfulfilled, and this was all taking place while I was changing my diet and my workout routine, and so it was just, it was hard for me to figure out, like, am I just unhappy, or am I really unfulfilled? So I had to kind of play around with the idea, so... Ended up leaving there and still wasn't sure what to do. Jumped around a couple of jobs, which is not like me. I like I like stability. And I realized talking to my parents, I think I want to go into aesthetics because I want to do makeup. And that's what it started as for me was makeup. I've always liked makeup. It's always been so fun for me. And my dad wasn't sure, so we kind of put that on the back burner. Because what dad wants their kid to go into something that they're not sure is going to be very... Right. You know, you're not sure if it's going to be something that'll pay the bills and take care of them when you're gone. Right. So after talking with someone else, they had a lot of really positive feedback and they told my dad, they told me to tell my dad to look into it a little more. So he started looking into it and that was really all I needed was the go ahead from him. Not that I needed his permission, Mm -hmm. but just, I wanted my dad to be comfortable with the choice that I was making too. So I went back to school for aesthetics and I graduated September took my boards in November and I I honestly just thought I was going to go back and work at a spa that I'd been working in a salon and spa Mm -hmm. because I love the owners and they're amazing 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 people and they had the same kind of family atmosphere that we had at the doctor's office so who wouldn't want to remain a part of that but a friend at school kind of I won't say talked me into, I guess she motivated me to go and have seas with her on a space and start our own thing. Scariest decision of my life because (laughs) it can take, gosh, what do they say? I've talked with a lot of people. It can take two to three years to build a business. Yes. And that's scary for me. We started in January is when we officially like opened. January of this year? Yeah. Okay. And, um, so what is this June? So it's still brand new and, um, I have had a lot of people come in, but because it's skincare, a lot of us grew up thinking that skincare is more of a luxury. 
It's not something you do for preventative care. Right. It's not something that you really do to just take care of your skin, prevent aging, overall health. Um, it's starting to take a turn in other areas like California, Georgia, Florida. They're all really pushing skincare because it really is important. Mm-hmm. It's the largest organ on your body, and it's probably also the most neglected. And the way a lot of people will talk to you about it, like I have to do consultations when you come in. Your first appointment is always going to be pretty lengthy, probably like when you guys would meet with new clients. Yes. You need to get background, and a lot of people don't get that. They think you're just going to get on the table and get your face washed. It is so much more than that because every person's skin is different. The way you respond is different. Things that you're doing at home could affect what I do to you on the table, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So consultation is so important. So um, I'll get people in. We'll kind of go over things. And that's what I find is a lot of people just kind of neglect their skin. And not everyone. I cannot say that across the board. But it is still considered a luxury Right. And that's fine, like not knocking anybody, but I didn't realize how important it was either. I kind of knew. I had an idea. But when I actually got in there and I saw what your skin is capable of, what it does with just a little TLC, the way it heals itself, your skin is so amazing. And it shouldn't go as untreated as it does. Right. And I have become passionate about it. Um, Actually, Erin, she said that I'm allowed to name drop her, so I'm name dropping her. <laughs> She comes in regularly because we're trying to deal with an acne issue and she'll have breakouts and then she'll be fine. And then all of a sudden her skin is freaking out. And I'm like, well, what are you doing at home? So what is going to work for her is not going to be the same as what works for somebody else. Right. And that's a lot of people, they want to come in one time and then they don't see results and then that's it. And it's not like that. We have to figure out what are you doing? Have you changed your diet? What face wash have you been using? And we've actually found out that some of the products that she's using on her face is a big no-no for her skin type. Hmm. So right now we're kind of playing around with different products. Um, we've been doing extractions. And um, I'm really excited to see where her skin is because her skin has been very dry. And normally it's not dry. And because it's acneic, that's especially interesting. Normally acneic skin is oily. Right. Right. So for her skin to be so dry, there's something going on. Right, so yeah. that's been kind of, you kind of have to play like mad scientist because you're figuring out what is the underlying issue? What is happening here? Right. It's so funny. You're saying all this and like TJ and I are more in the health, like uh, I'm a health coach and a, a trainer and mm -hmm. he kind of does the same thing. And it's like, you know, I'm talking to you in the same, you're a skin coach, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, I, I get people who will come to me once or twice and then it doesn't work, you know, yeah, and that's quote it. unquote doesn't work right. And then they stop coming and it's like, you know, but you have to take in, I, the, I don't do the same program for any, you know, like right. it's not cookie cutter ever because everybody is so different. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, it's like funny. You, you're like the skin coach. That's awesome. We literally, well, I learned this from our rep of the line that I carry. So I can't say we as in every esthetician, but what I tend to tell people is you really have to think of your skincare like a diet or exercise routine. Right. Do you expect to go one time or even a month and see huge drastic results? No, it happens over time and it's going to be when you're consistent. Right. Um, and then it's about finding what exercise program is going to work for you. Right. Not everybody's into weightlifting. Some people, they want to do something more aerobic. Your skin may not like this product. It may not react well to this. So we might have to change it up it's really the same kind of mentality. And when you kind of break things down for people in a way that they can relate to, right? why would you take care of your body, but you're not going to take care of your skin? Or why would you spend so much time investing in your body, knowing you're not going to see instant results, but you won't do it with your skin. When you do that, people go, oh, like it clicks. Right. So that's how I usually kind of break it down for people is diet or exercise. And that usually really goes a long way. Right. Oh, absolutely. So are you, you have a brick and mortar, correct? 
a brick and mortar or is it, did it, how do people find you or where would they go? So we're in Medina off of West Liberty street and I share the space with someone. We are not actually affiliated. We just share a space. Okay. Um, but we're off of West Liberty street across from the bed and breakfast. Um, it used to be a hotel way, way back in the day. Okay. I don't even know how long ago. Um, but so now they lease out space. So we're in that area. If people want to actually get in touch with me, I have a Facebook and Instagram. So Facebook would be Pinch Me Pretty LLC, and Pinch is P-I-N-S-C-H-E. So That's it's like so cool. Pincher without the R, Doberman Pincher. Um, Instagram is Pinch Me Pretty. It wouldn't let me do the LLC. Oh, okay. And do you, do you have a website or anything? I don't have a website yet. Okay. Um, eventually, I'll probably add that, but for right now... Since I'm still kind of small and getting acclimated, that was something I figured. Lots of people use Facebook as their oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Facebook's so, the best, yeah, absolutely. One of the best right now, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so since you've been in business for about six months, how's it going? Pretty well. It depends. I'm making enough that I can like pay bills and pay rent. When I first started, I had a lot more activity. I didn't realize summer would be as slow as it is. I never really accounted for the fact that people are going on vacations, and um, that's probably not a huge deal when you have a huge clientele but when oh, yeah. you're starting with a smaller one you just notice that more um but it's not been bad i do have consistent people um i have regulars and they buy product i do sell retail so they're noticing a difference in That's their good. skin i'm noticing a difference on their skin um so the more they notice the more they want to try so it's been okay um i have goals I would like to see it get bigger um, I would like to get to a point where I'm doing minimum of three people a week that is my short-term goal okay okay um, my goal is also I want to use this as a way to bless people so I'm wanting to do like kind of like pay it forward programs mm-hmm. where people can prepay and then someone can claim it like someone who can't actually afford to come in for a facial um, Maybe it's someone that you know that's lost a baby, or maybe it's someone that you know that's lost a grandparent, and they're just going through a rough time. I'm wanting to do things like that, so it's still blessing people and just doing something nice for the community. I'm also wanting to do like a referral program because I know, honestly, especially for young people when they're getting married and having babies, and it is hard when you want to take care of your skin and you just can't. Skincare is not cheap. Facials no, it's not. Cheap. <laughs> None of it is cheap. Right. So I'm wanting to do a referral program for every person that you refer and comes in. You get $10 off up to $50. I won't okay. do more than $50 at a time. So you can either claim your $10 every time you come in or you can save it up to $50. Um, but that way people have an opportunity that they can save and come in regularly. And I'm wanting to go... You can do online classes or you can travel, so it just depends what works. But I'm wanting to look into furthering my education and doing oncology aesthetics. So what is oncology? Yeah, what is that? I'm not sure. So that would be for people who have had cancer or okay. have cancer. Um, their body is in a very different state. Oh, yeah, so chemo, compromised, yeah. Yes, so there's a lot that you just have to be a little more conscious of certain things even now when i do a facial you need to be aware of the lymphatic system and people don't realize that you have to be aware of the lymphatic system so that is something i think you have to be much more aware of with someone who is going through chemo or radiation so um i think that's one of the things that they teach you is a little more how to push everything down so you push everything down this area right, right below the earlobes down to the chest to the armpits and then like everything just keeps filtering down and out through the lymphatic so that's going to get rid of toxins Mm -hmm. um that's something that's going to be really important for someone i believe who's going through cancer treatments and i know a little bit about lymphatic we kind of touched base on it in school but um i know that there's a lot more that you can expand on and again i just want to do I know that this is something I'm passionate about and I love and I enjoy and it's fun. Makeup is fun. Getting a facial is fun. But there's also more to it than that. When people leave your table and they feel like a load has been taken off their shoulders, right? there's nothing more fulfilling than that. So I kind of want to go further than just the feel good and the look good. I want to actually do something that's going to benefit somebody and touch somebody who is maybe in a little more fragile state or maybe they're just going through 
a disappointment in life and they need a little pick me up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. not a lot of people do that, but that's great that that's like down the road. That's pretty cool. So six months, you're doing really, you're doing well, yeah. especially with with the new business. That's got to that's got to. That's be really tough. good. If you're covering yeah. your bills with a business that's six months old, I mean, that's really saying something. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So again, where so just so we don't lose lose it in the podcast because we're already fifty <laughs> minutes in. Where do they gonna find you on Facebook, Instagram, and you said you don't have a website yet, but. Yeah, so they can do Facebook or Instagram. If they do Facebook, it's Pinch Me Pretty LLC. Instagram is just Pinch Me Pretty, and that's P-I-N-S-C-H-E. I also have personal accounts, so if people just like want to snoop and check me out, I'm cool with that. I like Facebook stock people too, so if you do... <laughs> Don't we? We all do it. <laughs> Come it's on. It's just common. Um, personal Instagram is EJ, the word time... And the word Magoo, M-C-G-O-O. I made that years ago. I don't even know why. <laughs> don't ask. Um, I think Facebook is just MJ Deck, E-M-J-D-E-C-K. So you can snoop, check me out, see if you think that I look like someone you'd want to come to, or you can check my professional pages too. Um, I have not been as active on Facebook. I don't know why. I think it's harder to just post like random inspirational quotes or pictures on Facebook for some reason. Sure. So Instagram, I think I probably post a little bit more, but um, either way, you can send messages through Facebook Messenger. I think you can do it through Instagram. It sends it to my business email. And I do have a business email, pinchmepreettyllc at gmail.com. Perfect. Great. Yeah, so I think this is it. So we'll kind of wrap this up. So this initiative project podcast, again, we had... Emily Deck on with Pinch Me Pretty LLC in Medina. You know, we appreciate you coming on to speak with us about your weight loss journey, about your business. It's been pretty enlightening. Yeah, yeah this has been great. Especially Absolutely. when you st- scrape people's faces for a living. <laughs> I really think that we should ha- we should do this again, but maybe we should do it at your place of business and maybe we could like get her video her scraping my face. Yeah, your face. Awesome. Oh my, my gosh, face. I would love That'd to do a dermal awesome. cleaning on you. Yes. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think we should plan that. Uh, yeah, we should definitely do that. We should do that. All right. Well, this is Initiative Project Podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. And again, this is Emily Deck with Pinch Me Pretty LLC in Medina. Thanks, you need guys. to go see her. All right. Bye. Hey, everyone. This is TJ and Kelly with the Initiative Project Podcast. If you like what you heard, please like, comment, and subscribe. And if you have any questions you'd like us to cover, please email us at initiative.com podcast at gmail.com. See you next time.